if I think about it, the world has changed, but the processes of selling have not changed. So social to me means we've, we've just added some things to this sales process, like these Zoom calls, right? We're now doing a lot of Zoom calling to present to prospects, do presentations. So that's the only thing that's kind of changed in the last few years. Welcome to the Making Sales Social Podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join host Bryn Tillman as she brings you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Here is your host, Bryn Tillman. Welcome to Making Sales Social. I'm Bryn Tillman and I am absolutely thrilled with our guest today. This is a man that I have known probably for a decade, maybe. Uh, we have uh, collaborated on things before. We've hugged in real life. Really a phenomenal sales trainer and coach, an excellent keynote speaker, and the author of Bud, The Sales Process That Gets Results. So welcome, Thomas Ellis. Welcome, Brent. It's a pleasure to see you. Actually, I was just thinking about this. I met you, it's been almost a decade, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we met on LinkedIn. Yes. And it was a few years before we actually met in person. Absolutely. I've seen you twice since then in person. That's right. And it's some of my favorite times. I think you're amazing. And I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you. Before we jump into Bud, the sales process that gets results, I'm going to ask you a question that we ask all of our guests. What does making sales social mean to you? So making sales social means to me is, you know, if I think about it, the world has changed, but the processes of selling have not changed. So social to me means we've, we've just added some things to this sales process, like these Zoom calls, right? We're now doing a lot of Zoom calling to present to prospects, do presentations. So that's the only thing that's kind of changed in the last few years. What's the piece of social when it comes to sales? So the piece of social that comes to sales is I love, we use a lot of LinkedIn these days, right? LinkedIn is a fabulous tool. As you know, being the whisperer uh, of how to engage with prospects before we initially have those conversations. Ah, okay. I love that. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about Bud, Better, Unique, and Desirable, which you have been talking about for many, many years, and now it's a book. Tell us a little bit about, about the Bud process. Why is this what gets results? So this gets results because basically it's a very easy and simple process, right? It all is about the customer and taking the customer through their journey, but it's more Importantly, is about making the customer feel special, making them feel wanted, making listening to them, offering them advice. They're really not selling them; it's just helping them solve their problems. So, what makes that better, unique, and desirable? So, it makes it better, unique, and desirable because you know the better part is we want to be better in our preparation before we meet a customer. We need to be better in really understanding 
the industry that they're in, understanding the person that we were actually speaking with, and finding out a little bit about them. The unique part of this is, you know, from the first time we interact with this customer, the very first interaction, we should wow them. And we should wow them at every step of the way should be a wow. And the desirable is we all want to work with people that have our best interests at heart and show up on time and do what they say they're going to do and always keep the customer first. I love it. So I want to go back. So better, I love better. We all want to continuously get better. Learning, I love you talking about not just learning about the customer or the buyer, but their industry and maybe even their clients and who they're selling to. So that I think that is when we approach them with that better in mind, we are much better. So I love that. Unique is interesting. So I would like to go a little deeper in the unique side, how you're standing out how you're making. So if you could give us an example or mm -hmm. two about, okay. how, you know, the idea of unique is great. How do we put that right. tactically into play? Okay, so tactically in, in place. First of all, we are all unique individuals. That's the first thing. So, and we need to be authentic, right? But to give you an example of what I mean by unique is, when you are talking to a prospect and you're having conversations and there's a lag time in between the next conversation. You should be looking for content to send them pertinent to the conversation that you had. Not necessarily something that you wrote, but say you read an article from HubSpot or Forbes that says, wow, Brandon would really love this because we was just talking about this, okay? Mm -hmm. And you send them that article and you say, hey, Bryn, based on our last conversation, this sounds like something you may have an interest in reading. That's what I mean by unique. I, I don't know about you, but I don't get none of those types of uh, email. Yeah, and we actually, there's one, you might like this. We use, we send podcasts for the exact, with the exact same concept. So we use listennotes.com and we fi find podcasts based on those topics. Cause not only Ooh. am I rarely getting the article or the video that, reminded me of a conversation we had but now like a podcast very few people are sharing that and almost every business person i know loves to consume podcasts but here's our our little thing is we don't just send it i might say hey thomas loved our conversation on sales results recently listened to a podcast by author on you know xyz podcast name here were some of my takeaways. Let me know if you're interested. I'm happy to send it to you. And that permission-based, especially now if we've just had a conversation, it may not be as important, but if you're re-engaging someone that's been forever since you talked with them, that permission-based is magic because you're respecting their inbox. It doesn't feel salesy. It doesn't feel spammy. And so that's my little add to what you're saying, but I love what you're saying. I think it's awesome. So talk about desire in dating. We know exactly <laughs> what desirable is, but well, in, in business, <laughs> what is desirable? It means the same, almost the same thing, right? Because okay. we want, people want to work with people that they are desirable to work with. So one of those traits of our desirable people, right? So one of them is that they do what they say they're going to do. 
right? One. They have impeccable follow-up. Every conversation that they have with this customer is about the customer. And it's not about, I need to make this sale. I'm basically saying, if this service does what we've talked about doing, then you will be apt to purchase the service. So I'm not selling anything. I'm helping them improve a business process. That's the desirable thing. Everybody wants to work with people that they des- And the person is really authentic and they just love talking to that prospect and customer. And learning about them. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. So I think, you know, you're right in dating. When you're dating someone, when you ask them lots of questions, they feel heard. Right. And I have the same thing with your prospect. You're dating your prospect. I love this. It's all about the prospect. You talk about the prospect, not about you, but the prospect. The more you do that, the better off we'll be. I love that. Talk to me a little bit about the difference between persistent follow-up and annoying. (laughs) You know, I get this question all the time. I work with a lot of clients. I said, well, I said, well, why haven't you follow up? And they're like, well, because I don't know what to say or I don't want to bug them. I don't want it to be a pest. So the, the the first thing I tell them is that's mindset. That's in your mind. If you think that you're a pest, you're a pest. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. But to follow up, you we want to make sure that when we're following up, we're following up in a manner that's that we're adding value to the conversation. I'm not saying, hey, Bren, have you made a decision on that proposal on Monday? Then on Wednesday, I'm calling, hey, Bren, have you made it? I'm call, I'm in, I'm sending you some information based on our conversation that will help you make a decision. I always tell people if in every conversation or email that you send, you're adding value, you're never a pest. And my coin phrase is being pleasantly persistent. People oh, like yeah. to be pursued, but we have to do it in a pleasant manner. What are some mistakes salespeople make? Like I'm tossing this email back to the top. Yeah, what? you know, or I'm just checking in. There's uh, no value in that. Right. Or I'm following up on our last conversation or, you know, those mistakes or have you made a decision yet? And all of those pointed questions, you know, that customers get very annoyed at. So there's the big difference. So I I love that. I just want to do one more follow-up on the follow-up. So a lot of salespeople get stuck here, right? Like what value, now we talked about other people's content, what value can they offer in a follow-up that doesn't feel like a pitch, but leads closer to them making a solution? Is it original content? Is it, um, what works in so that what, follow-up? What works what doesn't work is your content from your company propaganda that doesn't necessarily work what does work if you find a an article where a customer's you may be using your product or service and it's given a, t- a, a testimonial about it okay you know to say hey you, you know what i found this article here's a one of I saw Zarka, the guy mentioned something about what we do. Um, that could be very, very helpful. An- another one is finding some, and it could be personal, right? You know, 
you you could have had a great conversation about what they do. Like I'm a golfer. So anybody that talks to me about golfing, they have my full attention. So if you, you if you understand what this person does personally, you know, find something that you can send them on a personal level. And I like that because people are going to buy from the person before they buy from the, the product and the salesperson. Mm, that's awesome. There are so many things that we tend to do that are automatic that like, here's my cadence. And we're typically as salespeople, we don't slow down enough to really personalize and tailor that to each individual person. And I think what you're saying is we've got to just slow it down, really look at the message that it's going to a human being, not a prospect or a lead, and that you're really just building rapport where it should lead to your solution down the road. And I have a perfect example that relates to football. One of my prospects is a huge Giants fan. I'm a huge Giants fan. And I'm in Giants territory now. In Giants territory, right? So we have lots to talk about. So when the season started, I emailed him and said, hey, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Giants are going to be like. I, I love the ownership, the new coaching, blah, 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 blah. And he emailed me back and said, yeah. So every week, we're talking their email about the game. You know, not, not about business, about did you, wow, this is going on. We're excited. We're three and one, four and one. Um, haven't been that way in many, many years. So that's something if you know what the customer likes and you like it too, have conversation. Yeah, it's really about building that rapport. What advice do you have when a prospect pre pre proposal, but when a prospect they sound great on the phone, you're really excited that there could be an opportunity here, and then they ghost you. Oh, the famous ghosting. So I have, and this is common. It, it, it you know, I just. I would advise people to say, hey, pick up the phone, because I love the telephone. Mm -hmm. If you can get them on the phone, you can say, hey, Joe, you know, I know we've had some great conversations. I thought that it was going in this direction. Obviously, I was wrong. Could you share with me why we haven't been able to reach each other the last couple of weeks or a month or whatever? Okay, that's a tactic I like using. Another one, if you don't feel comfortable calling, send an email basically saying the same thing say hey you know we've been having some really great conversations i thought we were moving forward but somehow things have halted is this still not a priority for you okay should i reach back should i reach back out to you is or i just send them a simple email that says hey joe is the timing right for us to continue this conversation? I like that. The other thing that we recommend, all those things you just said, do it in a LinkedIn video. Go onto the mobile app, click message, and mm -hmm. all those things that Thomas just said, rather than doing it, if you don't want to do it on the phone and you don't want to do it in an email, hop on and there's about a 90% response rate when wow. you send a video. That's great. I yeah. think I think I'll start using that. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. People connect with you as a human. Yes. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. So I love all these things. Is there any, if you could give one sales tip to a seasoned professional who's just sort of, you know, things have changed. They've sold or attempted to sell through a crisis and, you know, things are still not exactly the way they were, nor will they ever be exactly the way we were before. What's your big, one big piece of advice to people 
to really kick it up, particularly as we go into 2023. Like what should a seasoned sales professional really be doing differently? So the one thing I tell people is they have to change their mindset. Okay. Right? We, we have to change our mindset. We can no longer think about what we did in the past. That's not going to work anymore. So they have to be, I tell people, take a weekend to get all that stuff out of your system and put and get some new stuff. Just look at what's going on, right? And say, if I'm going to be successful, what three things do I have to do differently in 2023? And now is a great time to work through the that process. Look Love at that. where you are. Look at where you want to be or have to be because quarters are going up next year. Revenues are going to be, they're going to say they want more. So how do I get more? And it all boils down to I as the individual have to change my mindset and come up with a program and plan that's going to work for me next year and be willing to adapt it on the fly. Great advice. Thank you. Well, Thomas, this was amazing. I can't believe how fast our time went. Tell uh, our listeners, viewers, tell them how can they get in touch with you? Great. Thank you. You can reach me on LinkedIn, obviously, Thomas Ellis. Uh, you can link with me on my website, which is www.tellus.com salescoach.com. And if you want to call, I do answer my phone unless I'm in the training or coaching or something. My phone number is 301-343-0001. So can I just tell you how I've been reading your website wrong all this time? Yeah. No, this is so funny. I thought it was tell is salescoach.com. Oh, wow. Okay. That That's hysterical. And I see <laughs> it's Thomas Ellis, T. Ellis, sales coach. And I thought is tell, tell us. <laughs> is salescoach.com. How funny. Well, that was, that was a funny way. And <laughs> thank you so much for your time and your brilliance. Go out and follow Thomas, go on LinkedIn and ring his bell so you can see his content. And while you are out and about, make sure you are making your sales social. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.